1. A Study Guide Acts 1 9-14 A. A Study Guide of Acts of the Apostles It is intended to be expository, to explain and bring out the meaning of the original text. You may use this for your personal Bible study or even group Bible study. 2. Acts 1 9-14 A. The verses describe the ascension of Jesus Christ into heaven, and the return of the disciples to Jerusalem. 1. Acts 1 9-10 9 And after he had said these things, he was lifted up while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of their sight. 10 And as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, behold, two men in white clothing stood beside them. I. Jesus ascends. The ascension of Jesus is described in several other passages, Luke 24 51, Mark 16 19, Acts 2 33, Ephesians 4 10. 2. Disciples observe as eyewitnesses. In verses 9 to 11, there are six references to the apostles' observance of the ascension. Five distinct words are used to emphasize the eyewitness evidence. At 1. Epsilon Upsilon Beta Lambda Epsilon Pi Omega E Blepo to watch. At 2. Omicron Phi Theta Alpha Lambda Mu Omicron Sigma Ophthalmus the I. At 3. Alpha Tau Epsilon Nu Iota Zeta Omega at Niso, to look intently. At 4. Epsilon Iota Delta Epsilon Omega LDO, to behold. At 5. Theta Epsilon Alpha Omicron Mu Alpha Iota Thea Omai, to see. 3. Sky and Heaven. In Greek, the same word Omicron Upsilon Rho Alpha Nu Omicron Sigma Oranos is used for both sky and heaven. Jesus ascended into the sky, but more than that, he ascended into the greater heaven, to the right hand of God, Acts 2.33, Hebrews 10.24. 4. Men and Angels. The word men should be taken in an accommodating sense, as descriptive of appearance. The men were probably angels in fact. It is possible, of course, but I think unlikely, that they were indeed men, appearing as Moses and Elijah did at the Mount of Transfiguration, Matthew 17:1-3. 2. Acts 1:11. 11 They also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. I, goodbye Jesus. There was a realization on the part of the disciples, that they had seen the last here on earth of their friend and master. He had gone. But they lingered, and still looking. 2. Come back Jesus. The disciples are promised that they will see Jesus again. He is coming back. The manner of his second coming is likened to the manner of his going. This makes it impossible for us to consider the promise of his second coming as symbolic or figurative. The rapture promise, we shall be caught up together with him in the air. 1 Thessalonians 4 16-17, is therefore quite literal. Mind you, the ascension was a quiet and private affair. The second coming will not be so, as the passage just mentioned shows. 3. Galilee. A little further down this page, there's a map showing Galilee. Jerusalem is opposite the Dead Sea at the bottom of the Jordan River. Galilee is by the Sea of Galilee at the top of the Jordan River. Between Jerusalem and Galilee is Samaria which the Jews despised. The apostles, being from Galilee, were considered by the people of Jerusalem almost as foreigners, especially as they spoke in a dialect, and were uncultured by Jerusalem standards. 3. Acts 1 12. 12 Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. I. Mount Olivet to Jerusalem. 
From the Olive Grove, also known as Mount Olivet, the disciples were within walking distance of the city, about a half hour's walk. By Jewish law, the distance one could walk on the Sabbath was strictly limited. 4. Acts 1 13 13 When they had entered the city, they went up to the upper room where they were staying, that is, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. I, waiting in Jerusalem. Jesus had told the disciples to wait in Jerusalem, Acts 1-4. So they went to the place they were staying, there to wait as directed. 2. Names of the Apostles. There are four lists of the Apostles in the New Testament, Luke 6 14-16, Acts 1-13, Matthew 10 2-4, Mark 3-16-19. The following list combines these four sources. At 1. Simon Peter, Cephas. At 2. James the son of Zebedee. At 3. John, the brother of the above James. At 4. Andrew, Peter's brother. At 5. Philip, not Philip the Evangelist. At 6. Thomas. At 7. Bartholomew. At 8. Matthew the tax collector. At 9. James the son of Alphaeus. At 10. Simon the Zealot, the Canaanite. At 11. Judas Thaddeus son of James. At 12. Judas Iscariot, the betrayer replaced by Matthias. 5. Acts 1 14. 14 These all with one mind were continually devoting themselves to prayer, along with the women, and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. I, a faithful few. A small group, huddled in a big city, far from home, all missing the company of Jesus. Think especially of Mary. She had lost her son once, and received him back again from the dead. Now he was gone again and she would see her son no more on earth. Consider her remarkable faith at this time. 2. How the disciples waited? It is characteristic of disciples of Christ that we are fiercely united in prayer especially when there is little else we can do. The disciples were earnest and passionate in their prayers, unlike some worship today where people go through the motions of prayer with cold formality or with inattention. The disciples were not waiting passively but actively, and showing a solidarity of spirit. 3. Prayer and Petition As we shall see later in chapter 1, the disciples didn't wait lazily twiddling their thumbs. Rather they were fiercely united in prayer and petition, Acts 1:14. Even when we can't do much else, we can do this. And it's no small thing we do. It is characteristic of Christ's true disciples, that we are we don't just go through the motions of prayer in cold formality as clients or spectators. Rather, we engage in fierce and earnest worship in a visible and genuine solidarity of spirit. The words prayer and petition are not expressing two distinctly different things, but complementary words for the same thing. Paul uses the same phrase, Philippians 4 6.